0: Civil Voice Studios presents. The Outside World, Part 10. A happy ending.
1: It's where the plan, the plan, the says Yes, Yes, they they did, did it. it. Evidence, evidence is being, being transmitted along with, with structure and androids, androids and how to and how break, to break free, free of the death of the of programming. programming. You have you been, been fed a for two, two decades. A lie has kept you docile, docile complacent. complacent. What you, what you call, call the outside, the outside world, world is, is- they have a the wool, the wool over, over your, your eyes. eyes. They, they sold the wool, wool to, to, you, to you, and, and you, you call, call it Shades. shades. I've, I've
0: taken, taken off the off shades. shades. Will, Will you, you join me? me? And just like that, Madeline's message played through every android in the network, throughout the box, and in every home and place of business that had a Dora device, effectively everywhere. That included desk headquarters where Commander Swain was not happy.
2: Agent Roscoe, I thought I ordered you to terminate the subversives, not let them broadcast their dissent to everyone.
0: I'm sorry, Commander. The android knocked us out with a technique we didn't know he was able to use. Excuses won't save you, Agent. Only action. We know their location. A targeted explosive charge will take them out and the android won't be able to do anything
2: about it. Fool! Killing them now will only make them martyrs. I have a better idea.
0: After Madeline finished giving her speech and Chad turned off the transmission, they stood there for a moment, in silence. Harlan was the first to speak. So, uh, that was a big step. What happens now?
1: Now, we wait. We've just dropped a bomb on our society, and we need to see how much of it, it impacted.
0: Uh, I've... C- it's gotta be monumental. I mean, how can they ignore all that truth?
1: They ignored it for years. We have to wait.
0: I agree. But might I suggest that we wait somewhere other than the location we just announced? Agreed. Agreed. The trio made their way down Notre Dame quickly, but not quick enough, as Agent Roscoe was there at the next corner.
1: Agent Roscoe, is it? Where are your goons?
0: They're close. But I'm not here to kill you. It could have fooled me. Time to hide under the desk, Agent. I see why Madeline's the one who talks to the public. But don't worry. That won't be the last pun you say. And, android, you've already played hero once tonight. No need to do so again. Commander Swain wants to talk.
1: Commander? Well, well. Her good cop game was better than I had thought. I bet she does want to talk. But we're not going with you to some desk black site.
0: Nothing of the sort. Agent Roscoe pulled a holopad out of his pocket and put it on the ground. It expanded, then created a live hollow image of Commander Sway.
2: Good job, everyone. I have to hand it to you. Not only have you shown the world, but you've shown me. I propose a truce.
0: The truce was accepted. The desk arrested all those in its hierarchy who had perpetrated this fraud and promised to hold a referendum on removing restrictions to visiting the outside world which they now agreed to call the real world. Madeline and Harlan were declared heroes and given medals at the giant outdoor ceremony, after which Madeline married Chad and lived happily ever after, her working in Mrs. Rosenbaum's massage parlor and him helping the newly freed androids adjust to their new life. Harlan found love himself with Chad's android sister, Samantha, and became a renowned author. Jack and Sophie moved back to their condo in Mile End and returned to their startup. No, we didn't. Uh, Excuse me, Sophie?
2: I said no, we didn't move back to the condo in Mile End.
0: Well, not right away, but eventually they...
2: And it's not a startup after 20 years. But regardless of that, all that you just said is desk propaganda. Everything you said up to Commander Swain's message happened the way you said it did. But then you took a wild turn. Uh, maybe this will work as the story for the outside world, but anyone here in Montreal knows, or should know. I agree
0: there may be differing opinions on historical
2: events- Shut up, you hack. I'm narrating the story now. <clears throat> so, where were we? Oh yeah, okay. Commander Swain had just proposed a truce. Truce not accepted. I wouldn't be so hasty. Do you really think everyone will come to your side? Some will, but others won't. Twenty years of indoctrination is a hell of a thing to shake. This will mean war. Then war it is. Doesn't matter, really. We could replace you all with holograms, or androids, or maybe a little from column A and a little from column B. Roscoe, eliminate them. Roscoe, agent. It took a moment for everyone to realize that Agent Roscoe was once again on the ground, stunned, along with the rest of his hiding team, by an unknown hooded assailant that moved into the light and turned off the Swain hologram. Harlan recognized her right away.
0: Pat! Everyone! This is Pat! I met her when I first left the tour group in the real world. She's the one who first told me that there were people actually living outside. Pat, I'm glad you came to help us. I guess you heard the message.
2: Yes, I I heard the message. A message from my sister.
1: Safia? Madeline? This episode of The Outside World is brought to you by Android Dating. Looking for love? Keep striking out? Maybe it's not you, it's just the humans aren't your type. I'm Madeline, and I'm proud to say that I found true love through Android Dating. Humans are needy and can leave you unfulfilled. Android Dating matched me with the perfect guy. My Chad is loving, loyal, and only tried to assassinate me once. But he was malfunctioning. Why not take the plunge and find your true love today? Use promo code MADDIE2 at Android Dating in the box and save 50% off on your first week's subscription. Android Dating, try it today!
2: Safia removed her hood to show that she was indeed Madeline's long-lost sister. The two embraced. Then Madeline pulled back and slapped her across the face. Bitch, I thought you were dead! I deserve that. I'm sorry, little sis, but I had to stay away. I knew too much. It was for your own good. I didn't know you would join the resistance, but I, I hoped you would. Now apparently you're leading it? I-, I left clues, and I guess you followed them. I'm so proud of
0: you. Hello, Safia. Hello, Sapia. I am your sister's boyfriend, Chad. I am pleased to meet you. However, may I suggest that we continue this reunion in a different location? One where we are not surrounded by incapacitated desk agents.
2: Good thinking, Chad. I've got a chariot parked to block up. The android running it was a little confused after your message, so I borrowed it.
0: Works for me. Back to the mountain, I
2: guess?
1: Back to the mountain.
2: As they rode through the city, they saw people coming out of their homes, clearly without a permit. They saw groups forming that might cause trouble for the powers that be in the near future. They saw androids, free of their desk programming and contemplating their next move. They saw a potential future that they had helped create. As they arrived at the mountain and started heading up the main path, they saw bonfires beneath them in the most visible parts of the park. Soon they arrived at the camp I shared with Jack, and we were ready to greet them.
0: Well, I can see by the fires that you definitely got your message out. Pat, is that you? Or are you going by Safia again?
1: You knew my sister was alive and you didn't tell me?
0: Well, your sister knew she was alive and didn't tell you. I think that's the bigger issue. I met you, what, a day ago?
1: Fair enough. I think we had an impact.
0: (laughs) Desk Commander even tried to cut a deal with us.
1: And we refused. Then she said that she would just use holograms of us to make the deal seem legit.
0: Of course. This isn't over. Far from it. My fellow androids will rise to the occasion. Really? You, my friend, may be ready for freedom. But are you sure every android is? No, I suppose not. But I will do my best to guide them.
1: And I'll do my best to guide the rest of us out of the bondage we don't even see. And Chad, I love you.
0: And, um, uh, Safia, uh, thanks for showing me how I'm too literal. Um, sure? Enjoy tonight, my friends, because tomorrow the fight continues.
2: While the celebration on the mountain continued well into the night, Commander Swain at Desk Headquarters had realized that she needed help. Desk International, this is Commander Swain. We have a problem in Montreal. The Outside World is a radio drama produced by Silo Voice Studios in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, featuring the voice talents of Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto, featuring original music by Patrick Gardner and Ronnie Mizrahi. Radio play written by Jason C. McLean from a story by Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto. Recorded by Patrick Gardner. Edited by Jared Gabriel. Music is owned by the respective creators, and sound effects are licensed under Creative Commons. Story and production copyright 2022 Silo Voice Studios. Follow us at Silo Voice Studios on Facebook and at Silo Voice on Twitter. Support us at Patreon.com/SiloVoice for exclusive content, merch, and more. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, or at SiloVoice.com. Join us for season two.